Welcome to SelfDiscoveryWisdom.com, formerly known as SelfDiscovery Media. On these podcasts, you're going to hear people who speak from the heart. They've taken the journey in life. Many things have happened to them, but they've changed it to happening for them. And in their strength, their courage, they've discovered their abilities and their wisdom, and they are now sharing it here with you. Do enjoy each show. We bring it to you with love and knowing that it's going to help you on your journey of life. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of Building Your Business right here on selfdiscoverywisdom.com. I'm your host, Sarah Troy. My guest today is Emily Rose. What are you putting online for your business? She likes to help people understand how to show up online safely without being scammed or inviting kind of the scammers to come in and target you. But it's also understanding what you're putting up there in your business. Um You've got to make sure it's not replacing the old-fashioned flash things that we used to have on our sites, uh, that it is something invitational and something that is connective, which is really, really important. She says that with uh, the world going more and more online, you don't want to be left behind, but it's also easy to be scammed and tricked into spending too much money and not getting results for or ownership, creating digital marketing strategies to suit your needs. Uh, we're going to be talking about the importance of digital marketing and safety when setting up. There are many common mistakes, she says, when it comes to digital marketing from overpaying for product or websites before you have proof of concept for your brand, of your brand, uh, to um, making every password the same, getting hacked on social or on your email, from strategy to uh, logistic elements in the digital world, it's complicated and finding the right reliable, reliable team uh, it can be super painful. I know I've been there, I've been a victim of that and super expensive. Yeah, a lot of money down the drain. So we're going into marketing because she cares and she's passionate for the design and help people find their unique selling point and helping them target their market. Uh, she's been around the world, in Australia, Denmark. She's traveled to 25 countries um, and she's um, found marketing kind of, uh, which you know, fell into it, fell into it or was she guided into it? Was it her pivot to get into there? And now it's become very much her passion. So let's go and learn some tips about it because believe me, folks, I've been down that. I have hired at least four people in my time, paid the money for my site and had my site hijacked. Uh, or that they have done something radically different that I can't do myself, where they were meant to design a site that I could maintain. Or they have, uh, you've paid out money for advertising and it's got absolutely nowhere. And we just really are very, very confused. How we, do we promote our business? How do we draw people in? How do we represent ourselves? Help! I can hear a lot of people saying it behind me. <laughs> Welcome to the show, Emily. Thank you. Thank you for such a great introduction. <laughs> so it is a, a tricky thing being online, isn't it? Because there are some do's and don'ts. Um, oh. But there's also some steps in um, in how you represent yourself. And really kind of, you know, as I said before, it, it's an algorithm. So what you put out there is what's going to get picked up and it's what's going to come flooding back to you. So make sure what uh, be careful what you follow, what you post, because you just don't know where it's going and you want the intent to hit the right algorithm. Absolutely. Yeah, I think it's one of those things that, you know, a few years ago, 
uh, everything just started showing up online. So people tried to just jump on the wagon without mm-hmm. ever having experience in that before, you yeah. know, like there's some very successful business owners that have not the first thing in mind on where to go digitally, yes. but they know they have to be there. So we find there's a lot where people will rush in online and it, it will do more harm than good. Cause yes. like you said, like maybe it's actually showing up to the wrong things yes. or maybe your competitors are using your brand to leverage them, you know? Mm. So little things like that are definitely painful. And then the other thing is I find uh, with online businesses, people can see it as like a get rich quick sort of idea. <laughs> Let's start an online Nobody business. gets rich quick, honey. Nobody. <laughs> yeah. So, so we can see people really diving in and saying, you know, I'm just going to pay however thousands and my site's just going to sell. And, and then next thing you know, you're actually have lost a lot more money and you don't have a site that's just selling. So it's, there's certainly a world to navigate there on both sides for like existing business owners and those looking for it. So, um, yeah. I think one of the big problems is, is that we've got, um, unpersonal, you know, everything is in chat rooms. Everything is so digital and far removed and you can't have a conversation with anyone. And if you're not having that conversation, you're not listening to the needs of that person, who that person is. If you're going to build a site for them or if you're going to help them with their social media, you need to know who they are and what it is they are trying to market. And if you're not got, if you haven't got that connection and you haven't built that relationship, how can you truly represent them? Absolutely. And I think it goes both ways in the sense that sometimes there's people that will just say, Oh, you know, I'm so overwhelmed, I need Mm. someone to build my site and build my social just, just go with it, you know, and we'll get like no information. And then be trying to, you know, see into right into the insides of you, right? How why did you start that? Where's your passion? What solution are you actually solving? And all we've got is a logo and a, a brand kit, you know, um and where does that get you no, <laughs> yeah. amongst the trillions of yeah. them out there yeah I'm like yeah I can go into the like psychology of color and try to figure out like why you picked them but you may also might have just picked them because they you know you were drawn to them so right it, yeah it definitely goes both ways but the same way you know we say that one of our unique selling points for our business is is we care because like, you know, if you have a big release, we're just as stressed as you are sitting on the other side. And, and uh, I think that's what drew me to it is now I don't work for one company. I work for a bunch. Yes. (laughs) Um, Yes. And and this is the thing is, um, it you know i find cuz i wear all the hats and then if if something goes yeah. wrong and and it's and it's you know very often cuz you know i do wear all the hats there's a lot of technical stuff that's above my head and it's like really hard for me to navigate and so i'm trying to be on the other side you can't get a voice you're on a chat how do i do this and they're talking their dialogue at you they're not adjusting their dialogue for you to understand and it can be so frustrating because everything has got so detached as i said and not connective and they really don't care because they have millions anyway and when you're in the chat room with them they're busy chatting to someone else at the same time Mm-hmm. So you've got 10, 15 minutes in between each response, right, yeah. which can be infuriating. So this is why we go and hire other people to help us through that so that we don't go grayer. <laughs> I guess there are quite a number of gray hairs through all that frustration. <laughs> um, and because it, they do know how to navigate through that. And it's like, I think, when you know, in all business shows, people, 
look at what your strengths are, what your strengths aren't, hire someone you can trust that can allow you to be your strength because their strength is setting that that platform for you. Absolutely. Yeah, I think that's something that comes up a lot is, of course, it's the least expensive to do it all yourself. But are you no longer able to coach or do interviews or do this because you've just spent the last 10 hours doing your own whatever? So marketing is or 10 hours waiting to connect with somebody Uh, who need to get disconnected in the knife point. A hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, no, it's definitely super tedious. And exactly like there's there's so many ways to just not know what to do. Like if, you know, I don't know if you have like a CRM system and stuff, but if I'm like, okay, where's your CRM system? Let's start doing some email marketing. Yeah. That could mean nothing to you, you know? Yes. And yes, also- I did a show on that last week and how important oh. it is. And then if you talk to the wrong person or, or not the wrong person, but if you've talked to some people, they'll say, oh, you need a $600 a month CRM system. Yeah, exactly. And now you're just in a hole. And and yeah, so it's definitely hard to to navigate. And then to your point of the not reaching people, that is so frustrating. You know, you don't even reach a chat person half the time. Usually you're just getting an AI. (laughs) Exactly. But you're, you're, I mean, I find my AI radar is pretty good these days, but you don't always know if it's a person or not until you start getting repetitive answers. You're like, okay, no. Or you put something in that isn't robotic, you know, that actually is kind of more personal, something else. And then say, I'm sorry, I don't understand. And now, you know, robot. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, and then you get put into, um, yeah, these, these chat bots. And I find it, you don't know what to ask for. You're just that like, well, it's not working. Point. Yeah, no, yeah. that is a huge point. Because again, you know, when a lot of solopreneurs, and I'm sure you work with a lot of solopreneurs of people that so many people have interviewed have left corporate and gone out on their own. Mm -hmm. But when they were in corporate, they had this department, that department, that department. And now suddenly, they are all the departments. And they're realizing Mm -hmm. what they need. And it's like, Oh, my God, I don't know how to do this. And I don't know who to hire, you know, because the corporate did it. And this is the importance of actually knowing when you're beginning to set up a business, isn't it? What are you going to need? Whom are you going to need? And at what stage? And be prepared before you need it. Yes, a hundred percent. And that's the the hard part about finding a team because you might think, okay, I need Google ads. You know, I, I really want to show up on Google. So then you go to someone who just does Google ads and then they will just keep upselling you and upselling you on mm-hmm. your Google ads even if Google ads are not working for you, right, you know, exactly. Versus- I paid all that money. Nothing ever happened. <laughs> no, but, but it's because you had to know that you were ready for Google ads and you didn't necessarily know that you just thought, you know what I yeah. mean? Like that's not yeah. your expertise. So you're like, well, I think I need ads. I saw, I saw a YouTube video or something. Yeah. Um, and then that's, so it's quite interesting because if you're a B2B versus B2C, it's very different, right? Like not to get too into that but if you're something where someone is searching for your solution that's something where you'd want like a google ad you know if Mm -hmm. if someone's searching and i want to be the first thing that pops up great that's google 
if it's something like shoes, you know, I'm not searching for, I need new shoes, you know, right. but if you stick some pretty little shoes on my Facebook page, you know, while I'm scrolling, suddenly now maybe I've created that feeling like I need, I need that shoe. <laughs> yes. <Yeah>. So, <laughs> so, so you're talking you're... about content. Yeah. And, but also placement, right? right? Cause hiring a social ads team can sometimes be different than a Google ads team. Mm. So you're like, this is what I want, but I've gone to the wrong team and that team's not going to tell you unless they offer social ads too, mm. you know, like, so the, the team you hired, you won't know they're wrong for months. Right. So, and so money's just where, going out and, and oh, you don't know why nothing's coming in. Yeah. 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 So like, like, yeah, we start with like strategy sessions. Cause I'm mm. like, how can I even take like a real, I can't tell you what services you need unless I've really looked into your, yes. your company. So well, that's the point though, isn't it? It's, it's that, you know, this is what I've said. I've had long conversations with people that have, re, you know, done my sites and things. So, yes, I get it. No, I know what you need, Sarah. And then when it actually comes to them doing it and you're trying to say, go, no, no, I, I don't like that or I can't use this. Suddenly they're not there. Right. Yeah, and yeah. that's, you know, when you're having a relationship with some, this is, we've got to realize if, with people going online with their business today, this is their livelihood. This is a representation yes. of who they are. This yes. is their passion and conviction. And if you don't get it and you're not supportive of it, you could be detrimental to it. Yes. So this is why choosing the right person to help you set things up is really important. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And even on that, like, no, I mean, just on the the people for social media, it's just a poor nightmare. You know, there's such an unfortunate world where you cannot reach a person, period. You know, mm -hmm. it's like if you and if you some people just sell through like Instagram or Facebook or other social no, platforms. It's just so it's, annoying. It used to be yeah. social, not shopping. Yeah. <laughs> yes. But but that's their whole livelihood. So if their account gets hacked, that's their whole business down and you yes. cannot reach a person. And that's sort of where we we've helped a lot. The, the last two weeks, there was just a big hack. And I found like every other person that was emailing me had been, had gotten their Instagram or their Facebook hacked. So that was really big. And they're just and you can like, actually help them. Cause I thought once you've been hacked, that's it. No, so not again, <laughs> because yeah. there is no one to talk to. <laughs> no, no. We literally saved a guy last week. Wow, um, It's good so, to know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Definitely hit me up if you've gotten some of them take a while though. Yeah. So we did have a Facebook hack that took three months to get back. So that is the, our biggest thing though is, well, not biggest, our biggest thing is getting it back for you, but the short term is shutting it down. So it doesn't continue to fire, to spread fire, right? Because mm. if you've allowed it to get hacked and you kind of just backed off and said, oh, well, you know, it didn't matter, especially if it's a personal page or something you don't right. pay attention to, suddenly you, not not intentionally, of course, but you're now making all your friends subject to being hacked by this guy too. Yes, you know? exactly. And, their friend, and it only takes one to be a thousand, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, you so get that's... friends that say, have you been hacked? This picture's gone up or that's gone up yeah, or this person's yeah. trying to friend me. And I think that's something that we really have to do. If somebody you don't recognize is trying to friend you, I'm I'm a person that will go into, you know, their Facebook, it's Facebook mostly, uh, going into Facebook and I go to the about. And mm -hmm. if I see nothing in about, then you're, you're, there's nothing about you. Forget yeah. it. If I see in the description just more and more pictures of them or 
pictures of kittens or something like that, then I know they're not a real person. And then, yeah. then I won't accept them. Or if they've managed to get in, I delete them. And, you know, yeah. it, it takes time, but you have to do it because otherwise, you know, you, you, you don't know what they're going to do there. <clears throat> no, absolutely. And they've gotten so good. Like, I cannot tell you how they do it. I, you know, I don't wish to know, you know, I would never do that to anyone. But, um, but it's sort of like, sometimes they'll just say, can you just copy and paste this? You know, like, there's such uh-huh. crazy ways that you think there's no way I'm not giving them my password and my mother's right. maiden name and my, yes, <laughs> if they um, ask you for that, please, red flags, big red yeah. flags. <laughs> exactly. But, but, you know, it's something as simple as, oh, oh, hey, you know, I just got a new account and I'm having an issue. Can you just send me this link? You know, something that seems so harmless. Mm-hmm. Um, but every time if you get a weird thing, just just message a friend from another forum. So like right. we've even had a horror story where someone was shadowing their email Ooh, and they, yeah. it was like a, a boss and his his employee and he, they wire transferred on the normal. Like it was a very normal thing. And he wrote an email out to the person and said, Hey, can you wire like $30,000 to this guy? And it was from the uh, boss's email It would, and everything. And then he was like, so like last minute, he just was like, I should call him because yes, like, <laughs> this has like, but, but like that was a normal part of their job, but he hadn't heard about this particular yeah. wire. So it seemed like a lot of money to just be yeah. emailing about. Right. Right. But we, but we rely on email so much and social so much that if my staff messaged me and said like, oh, hey, my last payment didn't go through. Can you check on it? You know, like suddenly you, you kind of just spark into action. So you do have to be so on guard. Um, And it was like, this guy was just shadowing the email and he was even logged into his email on the other side while that guy was sort of hacking in. So that happened to me actually, while I was in my bank account, something came up and said, will you fill out this questionnaire for us from the bank account? And I did, and it wanted my bank number and all of that. And the next thing I know, my bank account is empty. Now they did honor it because it happened to a few people and they said, but no, we wouldn't do that. And I said, but I was in my account when this window popped up. Yeah, but I'm in your account, so I thought it was you, you yeah. know. And, and it's the same with PayPal; they just change a little thing. Your PayPal this or this or that. I, I don't know how many emails every day I report as phishing. I know, I know, and it's so sad because you think like if someone had broke into your bank and stole all the money, mm-hmm. like it would it would come up on the news, you yes. know, and it would it would be this big thing and everyone would talk about it. But because it's digital, it will be like an email. Hey, by the way, one point yeah. three million of our accounts got hacked last night. Hopefully, it doesn't mean anything. Whoop, you know, yeah. And it, it's just so sad that like like one of the big ones was like a a big. A social hack and we had tons of clients affected and thankfully they were connected with a team like us that could yes. like save them but but all I could think of was all the people that weren't and just would yeah. just would be like where do we even start so we try to like put out blogs and stuff ourselves to be like if this happened to you try these things. <laughs> yes you know? I mean that's important because you know that's in the world kind of people looking at you know, social media scam and people who don't always put it together. But, you know, the one I get a great deal, uh, probably four or five a week, somebody tags onto a, a link. I've yes. seen your picture. Uh, yeah, I like your smile or I like your post. I'd like to get to know you. Will you friend me? Mm. Uh, and it's the same script every time. 
Yeah. So again, I go in and look at them. Yeah. Right? And most of the times it's pictures of all of them. Yeah. Right. So they've obviously gone into someone's account, taken all the pictures and put it up there. And no, I'm not going to friend you. No, uh, yeah. And, you know, it's it, they're, they're, God, if you know, I always say employer hacker because they know all the ins and outs. <laughs> right? oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's like, you know, come on, folks, we're meant to take pride in what we do in life, what we represent. Do you really take pride in hacking people and destroying their lives or emptying their bank accounts, which we see so much. And we've had a huge thing of here of uh, of people getting emails, um, older people, uh, you know, your, your, your grandson's been arrested. He needs this money. And one person lost his entire savings and he was something like 80 something. And it's, he's never going to get that back. You know, that's it. And it's just yeah. like, shame on you hackers. Shame yeah. on you. <laughs> well, yeah, 100%. And I mean, that's the interesting world of, of like digital. But even with digital marketing, I look at it like, am I supporting businesses that are spamming people like yeah. scamming like I would mm-hmm. I would never you know yeah. whereas it, I see it as you know I'm helping people reach their target audience yes. with their solution like yes. if you don't safely. have a solution yes. safely, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have a solution you know then what, what are, are you marketing no I have yeah. no business to talk yeah, about exactly uh you see yeah it's it's you know I've, I've said we've become very much of a what I call a headline headline world you know the headliners and we don't look at content we don't look at the context of the content we don't read any yeah. further than the headline and then we wonder why we're kind of flapping in the wind and we haven't got any answers well you because one of the things that social media has done is made everybody instant and nobody is paying attention on what we're doing all the time is stop take a deep breath be yeah. present look at it more oh, yeah. deeply more thoroughly yeah. Right. Uh, before oh, you yeah. go and react to it, because the headline wants you to react. Uh, exactly. And, you know, a lot of people are marketing that way. And I think it's empty marketing because what you're not doing is offering any any content or substance. It's yeah. just a hook. Oh, yeah. I think it's so easy to completely forget strategy and, yeah. and your goals and your values yes. you know, as people, as a company. You know, it's so like a, such a common one is, you know, things like new platforms popping up. So TikTok, yep. for example, is very yes. young. Everyone's like, I need to be on TikTok. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, let's wait a minute. You know, are you targeting to young people? Yeah. Is that even is your, that, target? your market? Yeah. Yeah. Do you have the capacity to be creating videos often, you know? Yeah. Um, is that even part of your branding? Are you, do you have this like, fun bouncy element you know obviously there's different different algorithms and different things to Mm -hmm. do in tiktok but don't just go on tiktok to go on tiktok you know and and more than more often than not i find when i talk to businesses they'll have the account and they'll say i want to start doing stuff and i'm like well based on the content that you've provided and the content we've created this isn't going to perform so why should we waste our effort and and put that out and that's a big one right if you're just hiring like just a social media team that's not thinking about your strategy very quickly they're now charging you for the extra platforms because they're also doing TikTok mm-hmm. and they're also doing Twitter and they're also doing this and not realizing maybe that's not where I should be maybe I should just funnel and focus on building a strong 
presence on the platforms that my target audience are on. Yeah, I, I have the two platforms that I call I'm interactive with will be LinkedIn and Facebook. And I spend mm -hmm. time in responding to what people are saying, you know, developing relationships, um, you know, what my postings invite other people to have a conversation. And, and it's, you know, what you've got to understand, that's networking. That's networking, yeah. right? Yeah. That interaction, participation, not just posting, but networking is, mm -hmm. is, a, is a way of you reaching a new clientele or people that are intrigued with what you're doing or just intrigued of who you are. Yeah. And then, you know, maybe oh, yeah. they don't need your services, but they like you and they'll refer you, right? They'll yeah. support you, which That's we get a true. great deal on social media with the right people. So mm -hmm. I use Twitter and Instagram Tumblr and Pinterest more as posting of my shows. Mm -hmm. This is where you can find them. Um, yep. I do have a TikTok, but I don't use it really. Like yeah. you said, it's just not my thing. But LinkedIn and Facebook is where I have found the greatest audience and the greatest support. And I think it's honing. There was somebody that told me something that really stood with me. Um, she had been having a dialogue with somebody online uh, under a certain name and then and they'd really got on very very well and she was so looking forward to meeting them and then she went to this event and went up to them and la da da I was so good to finally meet you in person and the person looks around and goes who are you oh. it was it was the assistant whoever they employed to communicate oh. and and she felt like I've been betrayed yeah. I've been betrayed. Somebody else has used your presence. You know, you've hired them to do that. But instead of them moaning up, I'm the assistant. I'm glad you enjoy that. They've yeah. talked like you. And when I meet you, everything that I thought you were is now being shattered. And that's I a know. really big one, isn't it? Yeah. And it's quite interesting, actually, because there's this debate between should you use your personal like face as your sort of business, mm -hmm. you know, like you're you're almost like an you're the representative for your business or should you have a business page? So on Instagram, TikTok, whatever, you have limitations if you're a business. Mm -hmm. So people will very quickly be like, okay, well then I'm just going to stay personal. But I, I like personally just think, no, like do the work to have it as a business page. Of course you can have your personal yeah. page that you, you inter engage in, but that should be you, you know, or, or like you, and maybe if you're doing an event and you have to spread the word a little extra, okay, maybe that's where you get some help. But, but I think it's unfortunate when it does turn into an assistant using the like founder as an influencer, you know, I think it's so much nicer when you have a business page and that business page is of course run by people that's yeah. to be expected, you know, yes. I, I, at least when you scale and then and then, you know, and you just put the work in, you, you find the algorithm for the business mm -hmm. pages, you find the best practices for the business pages on top of it. Like as a, as a company, we really focus on data-driven decisions. So mm -hmm. uh, like number one is, is this aligning with what you intended the mm -hmm. company to be and you and yourself? And number two is, is it resonating with the people we're sending it to? Because you can think that your audience is single moms all day. Right if no single moms are are buying this product, like we need to switch it up. So if you're not putting the work in to find that data, which comes with business pages, um, then, then you're kind of back to this, just like guessing game or, or it's just like, I find it's not um, something that you can look over time. 
So I can see, ooh, this reel did really well. I'm going to make five more like it. But mm-hmm. I don't know that as a trend, you know, actually my reels of January were way better. Now I'm stuck on my March reels yeah. and I'm recreating that one. And it's actually nowhere close to where I was. Yeah. So I find you end up really narrow-minded if you're not looking at the bigger picture. And I mean, it comes back again, like if you're not re going back to that strategy and yes. those values and all that, you know. But also least- don't assume, right? You know, you, you're okay. You know, if, if you're sending, selling baby products to mothers or maternity people, then yes, you know what your market is. But yeah. your market also is the grandparents yeah. that will buy for you. And totally. it's like, you know, um, a lot of people, especially coaches and things like this, you know, they may have a certain target market people that they deal with, but then other people may be inspired by what they're doing and want to be a part of it. So mm-hmm. it's it's a question of being targeting a niche but at the same time being invitational for other people to yeah. be interested in it right so we we've got to be yeah. careful not just go one lane but fan out absolutely and yeah I think it's really cool it's fun to test new markets yes. right you know even like we've had times where we've been targeting students for like an app but it's actually been the teachers that yes. have been the ones that bring the students in and you know if it's more of an educational piece we find parents are pretty big at bringing a student in whereas if it's something very fun you can oftentimes get to a younger generation and um and it it works great you know they just pick it up because it's got that like very fun approachable um element to it so it's very interesting. I think proper target uh, odd, um, tar- target audience analysis is really good um, and, and trying to really think about not just what they're doing, but where are they? Yeah. What are their pain points? You know, we actually say to make an empathy map mm. and that's literally like, what are they looking at? How are they feeling? What, like, what are their stressors? You know, what are they seeing? And then where are they? Are right. they, on, are they even online? You know, mm. um, because maybe your digital strategy is not as big as you think. Like, yes, it might be cheaper to run a Google ad for three months than throwing it into the local newspaper. But is it cheaper if it brought in five people versus yeah. the newspaper just brought in a hundred? Right? Exactly. Yeah. And this is, you know, where this is the thing, a lot of people, again, you know, they've come from a, a, a structured area and they've gone out on their own. And then, you know, they realize, oh my God, there's so many more bricks in this building than I thought. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, mm-hmm. um, and it's, you know, make sure that you do get the advice, but it's always remember pivot, pivot, pivot. You know, you've, yep. you've got to twist and shout. You've got to do the tango. Do not think I'm just going to walk this one straight line and I don't want to know about anything else because you're going to fall off the end of the world. You know, oh, yeah. we need people that can twist and shout and tango along the way because so many times you're going to have to pivot in your business in order to survive or supply. You yeah. know, this customer, I didn't, gosh, I wasn't targeting that customer, but this customer is really interested. How yeah. can I adjust yeah. To serve that customer. Absolutely. And a hundred percent, we say, if you find something that's really working, mm-hmm. hammer it home because yes. it's not going to work for very, like for very long in the grand scheme of things, you know, a few months, it could really work. The interesting thing that you kind of mentioned at the beginning was like the algorithms, right? Mm-hmm. Like they are constantly changing. Yeah. So you have to, what you're doing today might completely stop working tomorrow. And you're like, well, it really worked though. I think I just need to, you know, persist and and do it and they'll come back. But no, if the algorithm changed it and now, you know, 
like, like one of the big changes of Instagram was photo to video. If you don't jump on the video train, you're, you're just, your whole strategy of Instagram is gone. And, you know, maybe before having a photo was fine, but it's not anymore, you know? So it's like, there's so much to follow along with. And then the other thing that we really find um, is hard to navigate is don't think that what you're seeing online is mm-hmm. what everyone's seeing. Right. Online. Yeah. Um, so really what you're saying with the algorithms, like you teach the algorithm what you like to see. Yes. So a super common thing that I've spoke about before is, is that you can actually like other people doing the exact same thing as you and then teach the algorithm that you as a coach, all you want to see is other coaches. Right. You know? Yes. And suddenly you're like, everybody's a coach. Like yeah, not, yeah. not everybody is a coach, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, and so you've just liked all other coaches stuff and you've been inspired by all their work. And now you've completely taught the algorithm that that's who you want. So you're not seeing anybody that actually needs your coaching. <laughs> you're right. only seeing your competitors. That's a good point. Right. And I think this is where, um, you know, going back to being interactive, you know, mm-hmm. is, um, yes, you can like, and it's registered by their thing, but then when you, when you kind of get proactive where you comment, and you follow people, then it it's um it's being that invitation again, right? It's personalizing it, yeah. um, and that thing is that something we you know when you're talking about Instagram, I'm not a big fan of Instagram. I post <laughs> up some videos, and I yeah. every week do a two or three minute video, and I put it up there. If I have an announcement, yeah. I put it up there. Yeah. I don't post my shows up there per se. I post up the banner that has everybody's face on there with the link to to go to those shows because yeah. every, you know my banners are long and there's a, a thing is square and it yeah. doesn't always fit so yeah. um and they, they don't really have a link thing you know so people yeah. would have to copy and paste so exactly. i don't you know for you it just it's a, you know for me it's like i i go on instagram and you know i look at the pictures and i comment and this and that but i very rarely ever get a message from it um mm-hmm. again it's it's where you know what is working for you and what's going to be working for you is where you are the most proactive but i mm-hmm. think let's also look at numbers oh i've got 10,000 followers on instagram how many people are proactive with you how many people have you had business from you know yeah. yes we would like to have those numbers but we want and i'm a gamer person i don't buy people you know like mm-hmm. linkedin likes to sell all these people etc no i go in do i feel that there's a synergy uh, yeah. from what i'm seeing then i will accept your request or request um, mm-hmm. but i don't um, you know i want people that are in the same vibe tribe as me, right? The same frequency and not people that aren't. It doesn't always work because sometimes you get those people that piggyback, right? Yeah. But it's not about the thousands of likes. It's about the proactive likes, the people oh, yeah. that you've got there. And don't get caught up with the, ah, one million likes. I know. <laughs> oh, yeah. And the lower the follower count, oftentimes it's higher the engagement. Mm-hmm. So- I find it's such a vanity metric, you know, know. (laughs) it's just like, you know, if I'm, yeah, I find it's the same. So Facebook, funny enough, it has like, for us, it has our lowest follower count. But if I sign into my Facebook right now, I'll find six to 10 people that are looking for my services. Will I be able to close, you know, unknown, like there's, but I'm so like, 
connected into like people looking for marketing solutions that I know I've hit my target audience because I don't often, you know, maybe never see other marketing agencies. Mm-hmm. And it, it's hard because you, of course, you want to check out what other people yes. like. want to <laughs> yeah. click on it, but you really have to teach the algorithm. Nope, that's not what I want to see, you know, um, or if you are doing it's a dedicated, you know, two hours, you're going to do some competitor resource and then that's going to be that. Mm-hmm. And you're not going to hover over them every single because even the hover teaches the algorithm. Like, mm. It's not hard. It's yeah. your human behavior. It's not just I have noticed that if I've looked at something, oh, that looks cute. Look at that. And the next thing I know, I've got it every time yeah I know yeah. it's like I just hovered over that what are you doing I know, <laughs> I know. It's, it's pretty it's pretty crazy the the levels it's but that's why you know I know there's so many people that are are don't think in that like data-driven mindset they're like you know I'm sort of following what you believe and I just I think it does have to have a little bit of both yes you know because um as much as I think like your intuition can tell you a lot and making like big decisions from your gut and stuff, like there's a lot of really good stuff that comes from that. Um, there's like, when it comes to strategy, you don't want to exhaust a strategy that's not working, you know, mm-hmm. and you don't want to just keep doing the same, same thing. old thing and expecting yes. different results. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Quote. Yeah. Um, yeah, exactly. So there's a lot to be said there that I just think, you know, looking at data does play a game in there. And, and, you know, if you or anyone listening has a website, doesn't have things like Google analytics connected, like, like you, it's free, you know, you should connect it. Cause that's, shows all your traffic, shows your demographic, who's actually coming yeah. to your site, you know, which and, part of the world. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And it's, it's such a, it's like, it's unfortunate that there's probably half the people that come in um, as clients and they'll be like, Oh, can you send access to your Google analytics? And they're like, Oh, we haven't set that up. And I'm like, Oh, you've been in business for like two, three years and we can't use any of that data. Right. You know, we, we can't look back at all at what's worked or not. And they're like, well, you know, yeah. So it's just, it's a bit unfortunate. I think there is a lot that can be done with data um, as well as making sure that you are strategizing. And at the end of the day, of course, it all needs to connect back with the original why of yes, why, exactly. you, why you're doing this. <laughs> exactly. Then, um, yeah. If you get so caught up in the running of your business, um, you've you've lost the passion for why you're doing the business right so you know this is why kind of laying the foundation making sure it's strong before you put the walls up and then with each wall can it take another floor you know Uh, you you don't keep putting the roof on because you may go up a few stories you know so it's um be prepared for growth and the only way you're going to be prepared for growth is is making sure that the strategy is there and that yeah. when suddenly growth comes along, like you know how it happens is that you don't have a client for a while and all of a sudden there's six clients that all want you. Yes. Now, now what you do, juggle, juggle, juggle. And it's like, well, what have you put in place to prepare for that so you don't let them down? So prepare for success just as much as as struggle, right? So it's Absolutely. really important. Absolutely. And yeah, I'm in complete agreeance. I think that like I have lots of people say, you know, I can find the silver lining in everything yes. and I could be this really, really positive person, which I, I love. And it's definitely like 
like it's it's who I am um but I've had to learn you know you do have to have a bit of a safety blanket here and then because unexpected things will a hundred percent happen like a hundred percent they yes. will happen yes um, but, but it's also I, you know it can also you know be all right yes uh, you know ah but at the same time exciting so you know again yeah. what is your mindset going into this if the preparation has been done the intimidation is not yeah. ruling it. it it becomes the excitement of of yeah. how you're going to do with it rather than the fear <laughs> yeah and it's the same thing the other way right like the growth can very quickly be replaced by fear yes. because it's oh how am I going to balance this right. and then that's when we see like self-sabotage and stuff. yeah yeah like yeah. oh like website specifically you were saying you've had a few like we've just had people that are so afraid to launch mm -hmm. just they cannot go live that they'll it'll be you know we're ready and then it's oh you know what actually I don't like my picture of me on page seven so right. can we just like change that one one more time mm, no I still yeah. actually maybe I want this to and you're just like I need it to be perfect no yes. just do it <laughs> I'm like just go live send it to a few of your friends you know like you can keep it small we don't have to broadcast yes. it to the whole world tomorrow and trust me, as soon as we pick publish, no one will be looking at it. Right. It's not ranking, you know. <laughs> People imagine this whole like, and then everybody yes. you know? Yeah, no, lives, everything yeah. takes time to build up. And yeah. I, I'm kind of a reverse person that way because um, the, the strategic side of me was not my personality strength. So I'm a person to go and build it and then kind of ticky tape it as it goes and you know yeah. I've yeah. just had my 11th anniversary in podcasting and June will be my 10th year of my own network oh, but when I started my network I you know I had a friend that initially set up the basis of it and then kind of I did it from there and so it's still kind of the same I've gone back to the same old template a because it accommodates you know because <clears throat> I give out show blogs where people have yeah. the entire content on the show blog not just the line with yeah. a piece of information <clears throat> even on the audios they get a full description with a yeah. link back to the show blog because I know how frustrating it is to listen to someone I really would like to reach out to that person and you can't find the link to to reach out to them so oh, yeah. I give everybody everything and it's the even though I've tried to change my site into something different it doesn't accommodate what I've already got on there yeah. and I've got 3,000 shows so it's hard to change everything yeah and I've had people say no I can do this and I can do that and I said, but hang on there was one person that set things up where's the schedule oh, no you can't do scheduling what do you mean? What do you mean? I can put out eight shows a week. I can't, I, I need to schedule them, yeah. you know? And it, oh, yeah. And it's a, a, a making the window so small. Hang on, I need to see the whole page. No, no, yeah. we don't have that. And it's like, you said you're <laughs> going to make things better. <laughs> I know, I know. And I do think, yeah, sorry, go on. <laughs> no, it just gets very frustrating. And that is, again, going back to people who aren't really looking at what you've got right now and taking the essence of it and strengthening it. They're changing it into their mindset of what they would do yeah. rather than how they can enhance what you are doing. Absolutely. And and I think that's where like the user journey is mm. so important and yes. so overlooked, you know, yes. the, the amount of times that you'll be like, I want my website, I want all these beautiful things. And then you get there and you're like, wait, what is the main conversion point for me? What mm. am I actually trying to do? Oh, oh, okay. Once I scroll down about a minute, there's a button that actually speaks to that main <laughs> conversion point, you know, like that's not going to work. And 
And even like we were sort of doing an audit the other day and I was like, okay, walk me through. How do I buy your item? And it was like, right when I hit the homepage, there was a button. So I clicked that button and then I ended up on some form. And then I was like, wait, but don't you want me to buy it? Where's the buying? He's like, oh, yeah. well, if you scroll down a bit, then you can get to another page and buy it. And I was like, but why? I just clicked to buy it. Why didn't, like, you know? So it's like, you just don't think of of how the user wants to actually go through that. Yeah. It, and, you know, are they just looky-looing window shopping? Yeah. And they want to read everything and suss and then decide whether they want to buy it or have they made up their mind and they want to go straight to buy it. Totally. Right. So it, yeah. it's, you know, give people that option. I'm no, I'm just looking. I'm deciding. Yeah. I want more yeah. information. I'm going to go through your site and all your pages. Right. Totally. Or it's like, no, you sold me. I listened to you on a podcast. Yeah. You sold me. I want to go yeah. straight to buy. And so we, we need to have both of those options. Yeah. But and one thing I do find, and this is, again, I think kind of a failing of society and we, as I said, become so kind of instant and headliners that um, we're overloaded, that, that we don't hone in on one piece of information at a time. We're trying to take in everything, which then we don't, we don't get the full alphabet. We just get the yeah. ABCs. Is that um, I will have people send in from I send out a form as you know when I'm doing these yeah. shows and it is how I'm going to do the shows it's for people that may be new to yep. the to the game and uh everything I want from you and my donation button and everything else and I'll get people say but where is the link for the show but where is this where is that it's on yeah. the document it's on the yeah. form if you yeah. don't take time to read the form and it's same when you go to a site if you don't take time, yes, you want on, on the side columns, I've got everything there, the latest shows, the recent shows, the shows that are coming up, the, all the buttons yeah. and everything. But if you don't pay attention, right? Yeah. And this, I think, is that you can have the best site in the world, but yeah. if we as the consumers don't pay attention, yeah, we're the ones missing out. And I think that's a lot of what we've got to do is got to stop pampering to people's instant. Yeah. And maybe start engaging them in wanting to know content. For sure. Yeah. I mean, it's it's so interesting because like without getting too into it and stuff, like I'm I'm vegan and I'm like have a bunch of health stuff and there's all these things. And, you know, I've had to learn to be very mindful about a lot of things. And I've had to take the time to learn so much about sustainability, so much about health and so much. And I've got the shows for you, love. Done lots of vegan shows oh, on it. <laughs> yeah, and it's so interesting because it's. Um, I've never talked about being vegan on a podcast before. I'm like, I feel like I might get my daughter and son and Lauren. I'm eighty percent there. I've got that twenty yeah, percent still not, but I'm eighty percent there. But that, I mean, oh, eighty twenty is great, you know. <laughs> um, but either way, it's it's interesting, like taking that time and learning all that stuff, and then. And then watching people be so reactive to the first, you know, candy bar on the shelf yeah. or the first sauces, oh, yes. the sauces, the stuff they put in them, you know, sometimes it's just like, why is this first ingredient sugar and then milk and then whatever yeah. I thought I was buying, <laughs> yes. you know, so it, it's interesting, like having to take that step back and be mindful. And it's the same thing. We put so much work into all these websites and all this stuff just for people to be like, glance and go. Yeah. And it's like, it'd be great to encourage a consumer behavior of actually 
being more mindful with your everything. I mean, that's up to society to decide, you know, yeah, yeah I'm an old fart, you know, I'm 68. So I'm still into the, you know, listen, learn, pay attention, slow down one yeah. step in front of the other. You don't have to leap at everything. You know, I, and one of my, one of my courses, uh, um, view, your view of life is, is that how engaged are you in your life? And so yeah. many people are not engaged. They're not paying attention to all the answers that they're looking for because they're so busy wanting to get to the deadline and it's like it's about the journey in life and it's like mm -hmm. we're trying to entice people in we're trying to show people what we have for them um you know i've got a great course for you uh this it can help you on your journey of life it can help you with all that confusion you've just got to participate which means one step at a time there isn't yeah. a downloadable app that's going to do it for you no. and I'm, I'm hoping that society is going to swing back around and go I'm tired of the headliners where's the substance yeah you know I'm, I'm hoping that it is in the meantime though to get people hooked in enough to want to read the substance is a forever changing game yeah yeah it is it, yeah and it we are a little bit at the mercy of algorithms and stuff because yes. we're not even going to see those good nuggets out there if we haven't sort of taught the algorithm that we're looking for them and yes. they're not doing enough on their side to show up for people like us looking for right. them so, so it is um it is it is interesting like it's it's a balance for sure and I think yeah. the digital world adds that extra confusing layer like you know because AI is so prominent and having well, now you've got AI that can write your ads AI right. that can write your script AI that can write mm -hmm. your book and uh, yeah. you know, why and... do we need authors why do we need exactly this? you know and this you're hey like... folks you're worried about them AI taking over but you're busy yeah. allowing it to take yeah. over <laughs> no I cringe when clients say oh can you just write all this with AI I'm like but you're the professional I would prefer that you give us some yes. talking notes and we write it out as humans you know yes because then why why is it even from you like well I mean you're going to read something that an AI has written and then you're going yeah. to talk to the person and go hang on your dialogue is utterly different to what you've written <laughs> yes. and, and that disconnect then brings about distrust mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. right and what have you got in any form of business you're building a relationship of trust can I trust yeah. you to deliver what I need can I trust you with what I've got Right. Yeah. And if and if if you are misrepresenting yourself with all this easy AI or easy this or easy that, and mm -hmm. then people come to actually look, uh, but you know, you're not what I bought. No, yeah, I know. If you've completely been sent through an automation and there's mm. high ticket items like yes. people that sell horses and houses and things like that, if you get right down to this point of spending hundreds of thousands to millions of dollars and you haven't talked to a person, there's no way you're clicking send yeah. on that money. You know, there's just yes. no way you've got to, you've got to have a, a face to face, whether it's like this or in person. You know, I think when that... it's like, you know, you go and buy an outfit where it looks wonderful and it says it's this size and you get it and it fits your doll. <laughs> you, know? Know. you know, it is like, well, you know, you just bought it carte blanche blindly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And uh, totally. it, whenever that does happen, I actually go and put it up there. Please don't buy. It's it's, you know, yeah. it's not real. It's a oh, con yeah. or whatever. And but, yeah. you know, we've got to be mindful of what we buy. Oh, yeah. uh, and that means also the people that we're quote buying, because what are we doing? We are selling ourselves. Mm -hmm. And if I can't buy you, why am I going to buy from you? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. 
what do you think of you know um, everybody doing a video nowadays you know like I don't like necessarily the live videos because you know they're just streamlined and they're gone when mm -hmm. I do a video it's I, I always film more and put my link in and this and that and then put it up um, yeah and it's and I put it across the board you know all of my yeah. things but it's you know a weekly perspective or something I'm announcing or whatever, trying to be engaging, right? Yeah. And, yeah. but a lot of people are uncomfortable with kind of putting their face out there. You know, what would, what would you suggest that they do that becomes something that is engaging? I mean, yeah. I, had a, I had an 82 year old that all the way through uh, COVID for over a year, year and a half, nearly two years, every single day put out a poem. Wow. Every I love single that. day. She, <laughs> yeah. You know, she's an extraordinary woman, but no, we're yeah. not expecting that. But, no. you know, to get people engaged, what would you say? Yeah. Yeah. So I really like the intro video. So mm -hmm. you can actually pin a video on Instagram, on Facebook at the top, you know, all of those things. So I think it is really nice to still have that human touch of yeah. here's what I am. Here's what my business is. Here's how you get information mm -hmm. on it. I find that if we don't pin anything, mm -hmm. I can just come to your site and it's a beautiful quote about sustainability and that's nice, yeah. you know, and then I scroll and I'm seeing, you know, I, I, it could take me five minutes to find out what you're actually doing and you've probably lost me by then. Yeah. So I, I do really like the pinned video. Um, I think it gets more complicated when you do have to have a little bit of a talk with yourself on, am I going to be the face of my brand? Right. You know? because you don't have to be. Mm -hmm. um, I think that you should be your brand's biggest fan if you mm -hmm. are not the face of it, you know? Yes. Um, but I think that if done right, you don't have to make videos for your business um, where you're in it, as long as you're being, um, like as long as you can produce video content otherwise. Um, and then that's where like, there is a world of influencers and things like that. So they mm -hmm. can kind of speak to what your messaging is. You can have people give video reviews, you know, so it's, I would never say that I don't think video is a good idea because it is what the algorithm yeah. wants. But I think if it's just really not going to be you, it's going to be blurry. You're mm. going to be stumbling over yourself. Like that's worse, not better. You know, it's going to bring down your credibility, not up. Yeah. So I think it's if it's within your means and you're you're willing to take the time and actually produce something that introduces you and your brand, amazing. If not, then jump on your personal and just make sure you're you're really sharing your business. So no one, no one should be able, like be questioning. I wonder who the person is behind this logo. You know, yeah, like, yeah. That's that's an unfortunate world. But at the same time, I wouldn't say that everybody needs to get behind the camera in order to have a successful brand. And of course, what everybody has nowadays is is a podcast, which, you know, if they're doing their, uh, their site, they have a podcast of maybe things they put up, tips and tools and things like that. And that's a good idea. Um, and, you know, I five years ago, I went to um, video because a friend taught me into it. And, and it's like I said, who wants to see this old bag? And then afterwards, my back of my voice said, it's not about you. It's about the content and the and the guest, right? So, mm -hmm. but it is interesting because I'm on 16 audio platforms. The audio platforms still lead. The video yeah. platforms are, you know, they're on every show page. Um, they're there, but it's generally people are still preferring to listen. Yeah. So if you do feel uncomfortable, um, you know, you can 
you know, put out an audio on your site or put out an audio on social media with a nice picture that draws them in of a message or a tidbit or something that you want to do, because Mm -hmm. most people are listening while they're doing something else. And not many people can be sitting and watching, right? I think that speaks to, yeah, like how... um how busy we are in society and we're always trying to be a multitasking that audio is a very cool world where you can listen you know and I in driving time yes out for a walk drive and this and that but though I like people to go out for a walk and listen to nature because nature has so much to tell you Um, (laughs) but you know some people are out jogging and they just you know um or on the treadmill you know, yeah. uh, and, uh, yeah, and it, yeah. you know, it takes the time away, from, you know, like from what I still got 50 minutes to go, you know, you're listening Absolutely. to a podcast next thing you know, it's over. But it's um, yeah, yeah. I think the it's thing- it, it, knowing, you knowing what you can put out and knowing who you need uh, to hire to help you put out the right content that is going to be invitational because it is, it's your inspiration that becomes an invitation. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, I was going to say the only comment I had there was that um, you might be speaking to your algorithm a bit because I wouldn't say everyone has a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) You'd be surprised. You'd be surprised. I mean, the amount of people that I've interviewed have now gone into having some form of podcast, whether it's something they do, whether it's something they interview. It's kind of become rather like putting a video up on your site so people can see you you know, do they do they get your vibe? And yeah. you know, kind of doing that podcast, whether it's a, just a business podcast where they're sharing, you know, tools or things like this, or whether it's something else. But it's um, and especially since um, COVID, it's become even but, more yeah. mainstream. And that's true because you'll record meetings even and yeah. then throw them up on YouTube. And then I suppose like some people are like, well, you're pretty much posting videos, which is then yeah. associated with podcasts. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's it's definitely it's very cool that we can connect from all over the world. I yes. love, love, love yes. that fact. I think the world has gotten bigger because of mm-hmm. the internet. Um, and even like, yeah, since COVID, using it as a connection, you know, I can go and Zoom with my mom at any yeah. point, you know, I'll still visit as well. But it's that just wasn't a thing before you could only call, right? So right. or at least it might have been a thing, but we weren't using it as much. So. And I think also in a lot of ways, you know, game through COVID, a lot of people are like, well, I have to take my business online or I'm going to die. Right. Yeah. And then they found that actually it's putting it online opened them up to the world. Totally. And suddenly they had clientele from other parts of the world that they never yeah. would have had before. And that, yeah. yeah, some people find this impersonal. But when you actually pick up the vibe, of the conversation, then it doesn't matter if it's a human, you know, sitting in front of you or through this apparatus, Mm -hmm. you know, it's all about the vibrational connection. Are you connecting? And that, uh, and we've realized that it it can bridge a gap that otherwise you would not have. Absolutely. And it it gives you a little bit of your time back as well, you know? Yes. You're not commuting somewhere. (laughs) Yeah. So you can engage with more people and you can fit more engagements in your day with your, the rest of your life. So that's been really a very cool element that I think is, is nice. And I mean, obviously I'm a big fan of the digital world. I mean, that is like how I have a company. I obviously Um, am too. It's my platform, right? Exactly. Exactly. Let's get digital. I love it. 
Um, but yeah, but I just like definitely wanted to kind of just speak to, yeah, like make sure that you're, you're intentional about being online. You're being careful about, um, about what you're doing and who you're trusting and yeah, taking that time to really look at not only your business strategy, but your, how you're showing up and who you're giving your trust to, you know, certainly your passwords and things like that, but even even just your your ideas and your time you know but it's like you you know said in your intro when I was reading your intro don't have the same password for everything right and it's a but at the same time make sure you write your goddamn password down (laughs) because I've got so many things I have to log in and it's like and if you don't write it down and I write down what the login is and what the password is and because I'm not going to remember my mind is now on the next thing Right. So it's really a secure password. It's always, you know, you got to have a symbol and a number and this and that. So before it could be your, your dog's name or your kid's name. You're like, oh, wait, but now we have to add all this. But I probably shouldn't just go with like my kid's name and their date of birth because that's not secure enough. It's just so it's unfortunate that you have to be um, more mindful with it. But yeah, I find if you have a few then you can have some repetition, but like change the number or something. Yeah. So at least you can guess. Exactly, yourself. exactly. You but, know, go, which which year was this? Or that would be that kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. but so, if you have this thing, you just think your Instagram just got hacked. Does that mean your bank account's not safe anymore? You know, like that's yeah. just Well, you know, um, I live with a 90-year-old who literally just has a phone, no, no data. She won't do anything online. You know, oh, my friend got scammed and that's it. I won't do anything online. I pay everything online for her, but, yeah. you know, she won't. And and I won't pay anything on through my phone. I'm Yeah, I'm probably a little of an old fart on that. It's because if my phone is stolen, which is more likely to be than my computer stolen with my computer, yeah. it's a login anyway. Um, yeah. So, you know, I think it's also if you are out and about doing things, it's like how secure are you if somebody should snatch something and uh, I know it's convenient but at the same time is it safe Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. when somebody comes to you do you go through the points uh you know you listen to what they want to do and then do you go for the points okay point one two three four five this is the the structure that you need to have in order to build safely and I'm sure that for many of them there's things that they haven't even thought about Yeah, certainly. So if someone comes with just a like an idea, like they're in the early stages of their company, um, we we say, you know, let's let's strategize, let's think of the plan, and then you decide on your platforms. And then once you decide on your platforms, it's okay. Now what? Now what? What is the best practice? You know, um, and that's when you get all connected. We give you all the advice on making sure you own everything. You Mm. know the poor website world that you can buy website and not read the fine print and you don't own that website at all. So if you ever stop working with that person, they own your domain. Yes. Yes, they do folks. Please don't do it. It's happened to me. Don't do it. It's so painful. It's (laughs) so sad. And like we've, we've fought with companies that have done that to clients. Some are successful. Some are not, you know, there's just just a, 
yeah. team, like, you know what? <laughs> yeah, even I know. And like, even like things you don't think about. So we had someone who he was he was genuine. It's just that for the client, it was it was complicated. I don't want all my domain server information. You just deal with that, yeah. right? And then unfortunately he passed away. Right. And then to get the to get it back to our name, we had to provide a death certificate. So now a company that your son yeah. or husband has worked with is now trying to contact you to get their death certificate so that they can get their business going. And nobody wants to be in that position, no. you know. No. So yeah, yeah, I mean you've got to make sure that um quote quote you own the land that you're building on you know uh, it's it's really important and it's that yeah it may be a hassle uh there are ways of like having people come into your site and do things and all they are is you know um like a user a user right where they can yeah. do things but they can't delete your account they can't do yeah. things with their account okay. so there are safety measures that you can take but a lot of people don't know about those safety measures and i think you know where where you're different to any other show that I've done before is the fact that you are pointing out the people where the where the detriments are, how to safeguard themselves before they even start building. And I imagine you also get a lot of people that are already there. This has already happened to them. And it's help fix me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. And we try to flag. Okay. Like, so I was going to say one of the ones right now is people tag you in a post on social mm-hmm. and they say your account is scheduled to be shut down unless you do this yes. and I've, I've had so many clients screenshot it and say hey what have we done we've been yeah. flagged and I'm like it's just a scam but they're so good they're yes, so I good know. it looks so yeah. genuine so yeah. um so yeah like it's nice that for them they can just send it over you know but like when in doubt don't click it they yes. just don't. <laughs> like they will be very pushy if they really need something from you so you it's weird because we always think act fast act you know stay on top of everything but you just have to take that extra mindful moment and be like caution caution right you don't cross the street before looking left and right right it's just you know yeah exactly you know and I think that is even more so today as I said when I get these emails and I get oh your Norton has a you've we've upgraded your Norton you've been charged this much this is your receipt well I know I don't have Norton so yeah, I know it's pushing. So it's I report like it as pushing. Yeah. Um, and there's a lot of things that come up. And uh, like if I if I don't feel comfortable or I don't feel right with it, I either delete it or if I can actually phone the company by going into the site yes. of the company and phone them, did you send this? Um, but yeah, I know it's painful. But at the same time, it's a lot less painful than being scammed. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you think of it, right? Like the CRA now will just say, hey, you have mail, go sign into your CRA account on the CRA, and then you can open your mail. They won't ever email you because Mm -hmm. they know that there's so many scams out there that they could just get that, duplicate it, and start sending it out, and it would feel so official. So like, it's nice to see that some big companies are taking a lot But even as a business owner, you're actually kind of responsible for doing some of that because if you aren't and you have email lists of 8,000 and then you get hacked, you've just exposed those 8,000 people to to being scammed in different ways. So so it's important to us that we make sure we're safe for all of our clients and that we're making sure our clients are safe for all their customers. But it's also when you're online and you see something suspicious, you know, I had somebody the other day say to me, you know, Sarah, uh, I think you've been scammed. Um, 
because I have changed name <laughs> self-discovery media to self-discovery wisdom and a new banner was up and she said yeah. I think you've been scammed and I said uh where love and she told me and I said no no don't worry that was me <laughs> that, yeah. that was me. Yeah. but thank you yeah thank you for pointing it out and if we feel that something is off from people we get or business messages or this and that go back yeah. to the person who owns it and say look is this you um, or, you know, is this an issue? Because yeah. very often they, you know, they're not on top of it all the time because they're juggling a lot of things. I so know. let's be kind to each other, right? Yeah. I really like to like being in marketing. If I see that you put something out with a spelling error or something yeah. and you're able to fix it, yeah. I'm like, oh, hey, by the way, you know, but it's the same thing like telling someone if there's chocolate on their face, yes, right? Exactly. Like <laughs> some people are really cool with it. You're going to book her up, you know. Yeah. yeah, you're like, well, yeah. So, I'm, I'm one of these people when I'm behind someone and their label is sticking out but your label just put it back in you know? <laughs> why not they don't totally. know they're unaware yeah. and so when when you do something when somebody's unaware uh, and you're doing it because you care they're yeah. appreciative if they get totally. the upper knickers in a twist and well, they're just uptight people right yeah. but most people say well thank you I right? thank you I because you can't always be aware of everything but you can be aware as much but this is why having a team like you yeah. that is there to kind of be that buffer between them actually yeah. being able to do their business right and that having that safety and having that strategy and being on top of the data to say look this is working keep going this isn't mm -hmm. working let's redirect you know it allows the people to go and do what they do best yes and not worry about all the rest no exactly <laughs> you don't need to be a marketing professional and Mm -hmm. your own skill right and and that's kind of what it turns into is you have to wear a full marketing hat and that's a yes. big hat you know so it is we, believe me wobbly yeah. neck because I wear all that <laughs> totally so we try to we try to lighten the load for sure and we try to break it down to like here's like where we see the the real honest return on investment and you know and then it's kind of like well what do you like do you like copywriting? Then great. You write your blogs right. and we'll work on the ads. Do you like data? Okay, great. So you check your analytics monthly and we'll work on this. So we're not very strict on what we do for you. We'll give you a whole strategy. Like, like it's a paid thing, obviously, but we'll yes. do the whole strategy and you can take it somewhere else. You could take it internal. We'll audit teams that already have a full marketing team. Mm -hmm. They just feel like they're in a rut. You know, yes. we'll audit them and give them the help. So it's not you're, about... you're kind of a, a different set of eyes, a different set of perspective of what's yeah. missing or what they need. Totally. You know, it's, you know, it's like security. You, you, you know, they're not hovering around you all the time, but they're going up mm, vulnerability over there or, you know, somebody <laughs> else. You know, uh, the accountant pointing out this is happening or that is happening. And it's like it's those extra eyes, uh, eyes and ears that you don't always have time for or yeah. your team is busy doing their job. So they don't necessarily have time for. Oh, yeah. And, and you know, what What are we doing as a, as solopreneurs or small businesses today, whether we're one, two or three or four people in the company? Mm -hmm. What happens now is that we are outsourcing various needs for mm -hmm. professionals who are doing what they do well for us so yeah. you don't actually have to hire someone in the company to do it yeah and you've just got the team that really is you know really tight doing their work and the support of how they're doing it is outsourced and bought in uh, yeah. to allow them to go down and do what they need to do 
Absolutely. And I think it's really cool because you think of it, you know, if you're hiring um, someone, half the time it's like your communications Mm -hmm. person or your HR person, you're like, hey, can you do some marketing as well? You know, or maybe like I, I, I really do believe in hiring like students and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. I think that there's a lot of people that aren't given enough chance. But if you're in a pretty like high stakes time of your company, Mm -hmm. if you're hiring a student, they're looking for a lot, you know, a lot of help, a lot of guidance. If you don't have that guidance and help to give to them, maybe that's not the right fit at that time, you know? So hiring an agency is just so cool because you get all the different heads, or at least with a company like ours, we have every you have a lot of heads with different hats on instead of all one hat exactly and you're kind of paying for like one person but you're getting six people behind the scene or eight people behind the scene so it's quite cool and and we find you know if if whatever service isn't the right one will very quickly say, mm, well, I think it's actually this because we know you'll see that return better and we'll want you to go to that rather than just getting you to keep doing social because that's all we offer. And, you know, so right. I right. feel very lucky to be in that position um, because I want to help people. My, my, like my value is to help businesses thrive, not for me to make the most money, but right. a, a big thing that businesses sometimes can forget is if you aren't making money you how can you be of service yeah exactly exactly totally you know you you have to water you know water these seeds for things to grow right exactly um and that is just kind of we've always been barterers whether it's e-commerce or through anything else it's always being give and take for the service you've given me i will give you that and we're just we're in an e-commerce world where it is money and uh, if you're starting a business you have to look at okay it's going to take this amount of money for this and this amount of money for that okay maybe i can't afford this right now but i need to have this Mm -hmm. in order that i'm sure-footed for when i have the money for that right so start off small but start yeah. off secure and yeah. what you teach them and what you do for them is show them where the potholes are, where the advantages are, things to look out for that is going to allow them to analyze where the growth is, where the people are, things mm-hmm. to actually look at when it's no, just don't keep feeding that well, it's dry. Yeah. Um, you know, I, and that is something that we really do need in when we're building. And even when we are successful, we still need it because you can be top of your game today. And then somebody else comes in and whoosh, you're right back down to the bottom again. But yeah, unfortunately, that's the way life is. And so having somebody that's always there, kind of, you've got their back. Yeah. You're letting them know what they need, when they need it, so they can yeah. stay on top of it and pivot. And you don't just drive down the road straight. It's going to curve. And if you Absolutely. don't know how to steer, you're going to go off yeah. into a ditch somewhere. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And we do offer like full services <laughs> for all of those areas. But like I said, like we're just not pushy for all the services. Yeah, unless they can take they one sense. or they can take a yeah. dozen. It's, yeah. it's whatever they need and whatever they can exactly. afford at that time. Exactly. But so. I think working with somebody that's starting off, I think security is huge. Because you don't want to leave yourself vulnerable. And then having, you know, one or two strategies in place that not only will have you securely building, but allow the growth of the building. Absolutely. And I think the security speaks to 
do you like you can be torn down and almost be back to square one you know so that security is so essential to make sure that that you keep going up you know of course there's gonna be roller coaster rides but like you want that common trend to be upward not my brand just got stolen my web just psycho just got stolen and now I'm back to zero um, or my funds got stolen, you know, and then I can't afford anything. Like there's so many areas that could go wrong, um, where you just want to do these little things right from the beginning and then you're not worried about it. So, you know, and another tip I'm going to tell you as a businesswoman who interviews people is that when you send out an email and it's time sensitive, and people don't get back to you for a week or so, you know, they're going to, in my case, maybe lose their position because I have to put somebody else in there. But it also for other people is kind of saying, well, maybe you're not a priority. So it's having somebody that every single day is assigned to check messages, social media, wherever form your messaging comes through and get back to even if it's an email saying, you know, out of office right now, get back to you in a day or two. But it's, yeah. uh, it, you know, it's the same with the phone calls. If you've got tons of messages, get to them because you could be losing out on business because you Absolutely. haven't paid attention to it. Uh, it's okay. little things that can really, can really make your business crumble, right? Yeah. Following up. And that's yeah. where that personal element comes into, <laughs> yeah. right? Like following up with people. Yes um, checking in, you know, and, and trying to just stay on top of it. Like we know as entrepreneurs, like you're so busy, but exactly like where, like you, if something doesn't work, then, then change it. You know, like I love, like you have a calendar system. I have a calendar system too. It's amazing, right? If you need to find times and I don't want to spend, you know, five hours going back and forth all the time. So you just, you create a system and you plug it in and you don't have to worry. Right. Um, because I just feel, yeah, there's a lot of things that can help um, streamline your your business. Exactly. And help you without losing that personal element entirely. Exactly. And there are a lot of programs that, like, like that says ARM and, you know, things that you do is put them in place so they're working for you mm-hmm. and you're not having to work so much for that. Yeah. Right? So that's really what it's about. Get the things in place so that you can build strong and securely, not miss out on things, not get scammed, you know, yeah. be able to cope with growth uh, because you've got the systems in place. Yeah. We say too, if you've ri- written it out 10 times, it should be a template. Yeah. So don't bother, you know, trying to think of things or even I like if you're filling out forms, trying to type it out on a, a doc or something first, or if you are filling yeah. it out and is a doc, save it for yourself because this whole, there's a lot of repetition in business. What do you do? Who are you? Yes. You know, so you want to have some of that stuff like kind of ready to go. Copy and um, paste in the next document yeah, that comes along right? instead of like, oh God, I've got yeah. to rethink that. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. 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 Yes. So, uh, so make good. life simple for yourself. But, you know, you need mm. these tidbits and, uh, and you've got all the tidbits and you've got the team there. So whether yeah. they want to hand off one hat or a dozen hats, you know, you're there for them. And, uh, you know, when initially you need that, um, you know, that conversation to find out what it is, what it is you do need and why you need it. Yeah. And you'll be Absolutely. very surprised. And actually yeah. what you do need, but then actually understand why you need it. Yes. That's the important thing, the understanding yes. why. So uh, you actually have a, a freebie for um, target your audience breakdown 
which is usually a value of $25 and you've uh, given it to our audience free. So it's yeah. Starter um, Up uh, free audience workbook, which they can get here on the on the um, website here. But also what's your site, Love, and all your other social medias, et cetera? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, so the company is called Stardom Up Marketing Solutions. Um, and yeah, we have a, a freebie that just sort of speaks to, um, how you can find your target audience. So that's uh, really nice. There's worksheets and everything in there. So that's great. Um, but my site is startemup.ca. So I am Canadian. I'm yes, here. Proud There's Canadian. A bunch of you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and then on social, we're Stardom Up Marketing. So that's Instagram and Facebook. Um, on LinkedIn, it is Stardom Up Marketing Solutions, but I'd be more than happy to connect with people even on a personal level. So mm -hmm. I'm Emily Bassett on Facebook. That is my last name. Rose is my my middle name, but that's kind of floats with me everywhere. So I'm named <laughs> after my grandmother. So. Oh, nice name. Nice name. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, but yeah. And then even if people want to directly email, it's Bassett. So B-A-S-S-E-T-T -S -S -E at start M up. .ca. It's a common thing that people think it's start me up, but it's right. a start, start M up. Yeah. Come on, yeah. start them up. Let's get going. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> uh, and, you know, when you want to start them up and, and there's also so many people, you know, that like me rebrand or, or redirect. And, yep. um, you know, I was taking this path, but I have found that my work has taken me over here and now I need yeah. to kind of rebrand, but I don't want to lose the connection I've had to what I did, I just Absolutely. need to show that it's now evolved. And so people need help with that in the yeah. rebranding of themselves uh, as to, you know, the evolving into something else. So they don't lose their past clientele or list. Uh, yeah. They don't lose the identity. They've just shown we've grown and branched off. Exactly. Exactly. There's tons of times in life that you need a little start them up because yeah you can you can be literally starting you could be in a rut you could be shifting yeah you could be merging yeah you know it could aligning be, yeah so exactly. I mean I've partnered with several people where we're you know cross platform right yeah. so how do you represent yourself on each of those platforms is very very important right so yeah, yeah. There's a lot, there's a lot of, there's a lot of benefit to online marketing and social media and having that presence and a good site and, you know, doing all the videos and everything else. There's a lot of benefit to it, yeah. but you want to avoid the nightmare and that's what you're there for. You're there to, to help them avoid the nightmare. And of course, if they do end up, you know, getting in the nightmare, you're there to help unravel it the best you can, if it's possible, which sometimes isn't possible in, in yeah. the, some of these things. But uh, it, it is that protection, it's that navigation, but you've also uh, got their backs. And that's something that's really, really important in business. Somebody who's got your back that you could go to and go... <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh for sure and we're just so good at yeah you're not locked into anything you know if it if that's not what makes sense for you at the time then you know we can give you the deliverables and then just be someone that you've got in your back pocket yeah um and and I like that connection because then you know where to go right so yes if exactly. you're anyone who just got hacked or just right. had a nightmare or you know suddenly there's a flux of money and they can afford more of the services yeah. oh, or, sure. or they know somebody else starting up because i think the greatest compliment is yeah. referral yeah. um you know yeah. and it's a you never know and that's the thing in business today 
don't think, oh, I know I don't need that. I don't need it right now. Everything's going fine. No, put it in your database. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, your Rolodex. I know, old. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> because you never know when you do that. And then come, well, who was that? Where was it? Well, now you've got yeah. it in your CRM, right? You know Absolutely. where it is and you can contact. And yeah. so never say never because you no, never know. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. And even like last little notice, sometimes you don't know the opportunities that are there. Like without giving too much, like nonprofits have opportunities to get yes. free, like Google ads and yeah. stuff like that. And it's just like, even just taking the time to speak with some people where it is their profession and that they're sort of the master of that, then it can just help you so much, even without being like, oh, well, I don't have hundreds of dollars a month to spare for a full-time team. No, you know, that's not always what it is. It's just about talking to people about where the opportunity Oh, we're paying kind of piecemeal for the service of that moment. And it's not an ongoing thing, right? Yeah. So, oh, yeah. yeah. Single services. Yeah. I like there's all of these places, especially like in podcasting, YouTube and this, that you can monetize, you can monetize and you go to the information and suddenly yeah. it's six pages and you're like, well, where the hell do I monetize? And, you know, it's gobbledygook that totally. not all of us understand and it then yeah. becomes I give up because it's frustrating yeah or I go to every single one and I'm drowning <laughs> yes exactly <laughs> so, exactly yeah. so yes grow up uh, sure. and that you know there's so much then you have to set up and do this and do that etc uh, so if you've got yeah. somebody else that can do it for you because they know how to do it they can whiz through it and <laughs> exactly. you're busy tearing your hair minutes. out yeah, yeah, yeah exactly totally. prioritize prioritize Absolutely. right that's really important yeah well, Thanks so much, Emily, for sharing here today. Lots of wonderful tips and information. And, you know, it is about protection. It is about building one strong business from the foundation up. It is about being aware. But your services can be uh, bought just for one issue or they could be ongoing or they could be, I need you now for ABC. And yeah. then later I need you for DEF or whatever the case is. Um, so you're flexible. It's not yeah. like, oh, no, you've got to buy this and you've got to be locked in. You've got to do that. You're working with the client at where they're at. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, so good to chat. Yeah. And I'm, I'm glad we got connected through some other events. So, yes. yeah. Yes. Wonderful. Right. <laughs> and, you know, that's that's what all about, folks. It's also paying attention to events and summits and things out there, listening to other people, letting them inspire you because you never know what doors it's going to open, right? So take the blinkers off. Stop trying to walk just straight and realize life is a bit of cha-cha-cha. And sometimes it's all about just sitting still and paying attention. So until next time, folks, bye for now. We hope that you enjoyed the show. There are so many more for you here on selfdiscoverywisdom.com. Just go to the podcast tag at the top there and you will see all the many genres and all 3,000 shows ready for your listening. We are here to serve you, to help you on your journey of life. And we know that through inspiration, it begets invitation. We are supported by you, the listeners, and those that we interview. Anything that you can spare us in donation would be greatly accepted. And we do hope that you enjoy the next show.